Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves, ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now he lied with no class, blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. And we're back for the holidays. Welcome to Power Moves episode 207. I'm your host, Mike Burns. Very exciting for you, and you're welcome. Joining me all the way from Los Angeles, whoop, California. It's the host of the Hunk Podcast. It's the author of The Perfect Amount of Wrong. It's your boy, a Mike, a Barado, Bridenstine. Oink, oink. What's up, pigs? <laughs> it's, it's perfect, because then I can say it's your boy and you don't have to say it's your boy. It's, it's much better. Man, um, I saw that movie Maestro on Netflix. Not aware. Um, just, got, about, I, just got Netflix back last night. I forgot what I even Brad, got it for, but I got it back. Bradley Cooper uh, wears a fake nose, and he plays Leonard Bernstein. Okay. And he wrote it, directed it, and stars in it. And after I watched it, I realized, by the way, I know at least one listener, shout out to Joel, who will lose his mind at me saying this. Whenever there's a music thing that comes up, Joel uh, smashes me in the comments. Uh, I had to look up on YouTube what a conductor does because I don't know what they like. I know they're waving their little fingies around. Yeah, he but ma- like He makes the keeps the time. So it's like the tick, tick, tick. And then he points at you when you do stuff. And then now you do stuff. Now you do stuff and do it this way. But you do it this way. <laughs> In this timing, da da da. I, like I didn't know that like the strings were like really responsive to like how they right. the fl- the flourishes that they put on it after they're keeping time with the with the one hand and then they're like so yeah. I just I kind of just thought they were they were up there going do 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 like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like I thought they're going and a one and a two like I don't know what I thought they were doing well I mean one and a two that's kind of that's conducting I think they should call him a director they direct everybody yeah I don't know yeah I don't know what the word conductor is only for trains and symphonies but twain as far as I know. yeah director makes more sense because director tells you how to say the lines and they tell you how to play them you know it's all the it'd be all the same music but do it more do it less i say less less loud less strings <laughs> i said less i didn't know why they were so respected i thought that like dudamel uh la phil just kind of like stood, <laughs> LA stood phil. up there <laughs> old la phil He's about to be New York Phil, but like I thought he just kind of stood up there and went like now now everybody to the beat and one and two and one and two. <laughs> There's an iconic big uh uh conductor photo that's on a building in Los Angeles and 
Yeah, it says L.A. Phil. <laughs> it's just a guy like, hey, he's got a beard. He looks like min- most interesting man in the world slash one of those tenor guys or something. But he's a oh, and and used to have a joke. Well, La Phil. Well, that's a different thing. That's a different. So <laughs> I know which thing you're talking about. That's on the side of a parking garage off of like the 10 where the 110 becomes the 10. Yes. We used to drive by that like every day, but I'm, I'm sure picturing it's just ultra hobo town right now. Oh, I, it's gotten a little bit better and they're going to like clean up hobo town for the Olympics for sure. Mm. And people are going to be mm-hmm. mad about that. But yeah, we got too much hobo town. I don't know where they're going to move them, but it's the best. The best thing is the people that where their neighborhood is overrun with drugs and and homeless tents houseless whatever you want to uh, refer to it as and they go and like get mad when they when they make a move out of their the neighborhood that they live in <laughs> it's like i don't know i don't wild. know what the answer is but it's like surely people living on the street is not the ideal situation no no and you know, it just perpetuates it more when they don't make any plans to do something else well, the whole city council is run by real estate developers, and they're that's why they're there. But like, anytime there's a Super Bowl, you need that shot of Echo Park Lake, you need that shot of like the Hollywood sign, you need that shot of the Santa Monica Pier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are like the classic L.A. Like we're in L.A. shots. Right. So you can't have you can't have. I mean, during COVID, that Echo Park Lake was just sura- it was just a zoo. It was like a city. I think like 300 homeless people lived in there at some point. I mean, uh, this isn't to say that we're not compassionate towards this. And I have a lot of empathy for people who do not have a home to live in. But you can't just turn everything into this, which is what no, you it's get. not good. Well, it's also what you get when you make the housing costs so insane like bl- mind-blowing yeah. insane and then yeah people are like i but i live here and uh now i'm hooked on drugs because i was an actor and then that didn't work and then i started doing drugs and then uh, now i suck dick for the drugs and i live in a tent where i suck dick <laughs> i mean homelessness goes up they did like some study if people are paying more than 30 percent of their income on their housing because if you lose that job, what the fuck are you going to do? Right. And yeah, man, most people I know spend like 60% of their money on their apartment or something like absurd. It's, it's insane. It's insane. The amount of like f- spending money I have, I'm not rich by any means. I'm not even, I'm, I am not bueno as far as being rich goes, but like, I don't ever look at my bank account anymore because it's just so cheap here. And that's a, but it's also dark. And I talked to Brido before. I was like, dude, it's depressing. The last couple of days, it's just dark. It's like seven o'clock at night, dark all day long. But I remember, I remember looking out like windows of middle school and there was just like no leaves on the trees and it's like February. And you're like, okay, that was fun. Can we, Get to spring ASAP. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Well, just it's a but, it's uh, real sucked. It's just a suck time of year. I do not like the holidays. I like Thanksgiving, and then I just want to fast forward all the way to spring afterwards. Christmas is 
increasingly difficult for people. I feel like there's a lot of sadness to it. Uh, I think that you look back at your year, a lot of people, they're like, well, fuck, I didn't do anything <laughs> that I thought I was going to do this year. That's another fucking year, 2023, that went by personally, Burns. I had probably my best year in L.A. Late, you're a late bloomer. I'm a late bloomer. Because you stopped hanging around with fuck faces like me. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it also that was probably big... took you a long time to dig out of the hole of of what you did during the other years before the when the drinking, <laughs> and then you had to readjust, and it takes a long fucking time. Yeah, so I quit drinking 2017. That was right around the time I did an album, and so I didn't. I was I was drinking on stage for my album, but then I quit drinking shortly after that, and. Uh, so I had no material and I was not used to performing. So, so that, so those next two years are just gone and then COVID hits. And so I, I, that was the decision to like, to make an effort. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's surprising what you can do for yourself if you put in an effort and maybe that's like a, a Gen X thing that I needed to learn because putting in an effort was as the epitome of lame. It's a lot of work. Like it's a, it's a, it's a daunting thing to take on a project like you did, but married sober, got a place to live in. That's nice. What the fuck else are you going to do? I mean, you could have done yeah. nothing, but you don't drink anymore. If you still drank, I guarantee you, you wouldn't have done that. You would have just sipped IPAs all day like, well, I guess I can't do anything. Because that's what I did until I left. I just, until I left Los Angeles, it was, well, guess I'll get a six pack. Well, guess I'll get another one. Well, I don't know. When is this going to end? <laughs> what are when we doing I, here? What? When I quit drinking, I realized what an absurd amount of free time I had. Oh, yeah. Huge amount. Like, and I learned, sorry, I'm turning this way. And I learned how much shit that I just didn't know. <laughs> well, I, oh, no, I, I'm stupid. I didn't notice before because of the, like of the vibe from the from freeze. Like a, from, <laughs> I woke up from a, like a hangover and I was like, fuck, I don't know anything. <laughs> COVID taught you that you're stupid. <laughs> I mean, there was a moment in 2005 when all I was doing was going to comedy shows and drinking. Yeah. And then going to work. When someone brought up, no one believes me when I say this, people were talking about Hurricane Katrina. And it was like, yeah, it's so sad. And I, and then like they looked at me to kind of see what I had to say, and I was like, what are you guys talking about? And they were like, what? I didn't know Hurricane Katrina. Like I didn't know what they were talking about. Huge chunks of information, like current event type things, sports, for a huge gap. I just people as talk about like Ladanian Tomlinson, fucking incredible uh, running back, and I'm like. I I don't know who that is. I was Yeah, it's like it's like when you stop watching pro wrestling and people are like, yeah, and Shelton Benjamin and Goldberg's back and you're like, what? Right. Like 
it's just like big chunks are missing from the narrative that I just, you know, cause it didn't have to do with specifically whoever I was dating and what set I was doing. Yeah. And there's even that, that I like uh, people I dated, I completely, I'll, I'll see them on uh social and then I'm, Oh my, I forget that I, like, Oh, that I forgot about that. Oh, geez. <laughs> Also, have you made the mistake of not seeing somebody that you knew uh, for 15 years and then seeing them and then being like, who's this old man? And then realizing yeah. that's like this guy that's your age. And you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Because I, I think you and I still maintain a lot of our youthful vigor, even though you've gotten a little gray in the cheeks. And I think it is because that's deep down. Your heart is that. And some people got broken by <laughs> divorce and marriage and kids and yeah i see people i do not look like what i am i do not look my age whatsoever where i live I, there's people i'm talking to a guy the other day who who was like late 30s or something and i thought this fucker was like 10 years older than me and he, he's like oh. he's like how old are you and i'm like and what 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 <laughs> just dumbfounded it was like you look really young. I'm like, yeah, man, I didn't get up for 2 a.m. feedings with three children. And uh, yeah, <laughs> and I didn't uh, grind away at some 12 hour my skull skull crushing sad job that I fucking hated. I didn't get a lot of benefits. I don't have a 401k plan, but I just kind of got. Yeah, to, those um, got it's like, you know, you young. got the the under body of your car gets like salt stains on it and your boots get like salt stains you know in the midwest that's kind of how it it's kind of weathers you fast <laughs> people are salt salt stained <laughs> yeah like all these all these salt stained high fructose corn syrup ass uh, midwesterners like whatever food they're giving these people is not good oh, boy oh boy you gotta try so much harder out there it's like a good portion when I go to the grocery store, it's not like you used to have the one chunker in school or something, or like when you go to the grocery store here, it's like people are fucking like on death's death's door, like should be in a rascal scooter, can barely walk a lot of them. It's it's like fucking seventy percent of the people at the fucking grocery store, anyone I go to. It's it is it is interesting how many bigger people there are are than there than there were. I don't know if that's just high fructose corn syrup, if that's uh, cigarettes. But I say this all the time. There's like if, if you watch 1970s movies and there's like a crowd shot of the 70s, like yeah, there are fat people, couple, but like not but it's most. like a couple. It's not like most when I go to the, go somewhere here. And maybe if you're surrounded by it, it's okay to like let yourself go a little bit or because it's like, you know, life is hard. You're busy. You got kids. Fucking shit's cold. Yeah, I was probably and, 30 pounds heavier when I lived in Chicago. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> no. A lot of people look at their younger photos and they are like, man, I would give anything. I looked like shit. In Chicago. <laughs> I looked like I was fucking 20 
<laughs> it looked like a little kid. No beard, little Caesar cut, little wire rim glasses. Oh man! Before I grew a beard, I had like a little fat, little fat, little round baby face, like <laughs> no jaw. Just my neck went right into my face. Got to grow that jaw. <laughs> had to grow a jaw because because fucking beer and Italian beefs taste good. <laughs> I almost cut my beard off the other day, like did a clean shave just to do it. Yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. like, no, nah, that's a bad idea. Let's leave our self esteem on your face, please. <laughs> I think I think my goal, one of my like back of my head goals, is always like get thin enough to cut it off because it's like it, it like you said it's like it's going white in a in a hurry. What? My head hair is still regular and my goatee is still regular. How's your pubes and your butt hair? Well, no, no idea what my what if my what if I was like white? <laughs> you got old Peter Cottontail <laughs> over here. I don't really, I don't really, I guess Greg, I haven't noticed whites. Party in the front, Santa Claus in the back. Man, it, if I had like a full thing of, everybody get a mirror and check your butthole. Maybe you have like a big white tuft of, <laughs> big shock of fucking Doc Brown down there. Ho, 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 I've got a poop. Calling your butthole Doc Brown is fun. <laughs> yeah, I keep mine short enough that, and I'm and I'm a fair, fair-haired and skinned, so I don't. Uh, there could be some grays in the in the front. There could, but I don't notice them. Like there's a few in my beard, but you don't really notice them because most of it's blondish, so it just kind of blends. When did your dad go gray? Um, he's never he's never like all the way gray. There's still some darks in there, but. Yeah. I don't know. Like I couldn't tell. Would you rather would you rather maintain your hair and go like slowly gray? As long as you get to keep your hair. You get to keep your hair. No more worrying about um coverage. Mm-hmm. Would you rather go silver fox or regular? Like silver fox. Go- I'd rather I'd rather go silver fox. Yeah, because you can always dye that if you want. Like Mike Pence, I know that he's like a trash person. But God damn, that looks good. <laughs> I was at a, my um, my niece's basketball game the other day and sitting there was a guy with like one of those hairlines that's like down to the middle of his forehead and it's just yeah. all thick as fucking slick back, just straight silver. Just and I was like, man, that looks fucking money. You look way hey, older. Jay, Jay Leno, he looks good. Yeah. But it does age you. It do, it'll add another 10 years on. It ages you, but you stay that age for like Steve Martin hasn't aged that's, my whole life. That's true. One of my buddy's dads always had the full silver hair and he just always looked the same from when I was a you know early teen until forever. It's like you go bald when you're 16 or whatever. Like you get like the the back of the head bald like those guys like. You don't, I mean, you don't get much older looking after that. You already did the old thing. Right. Then you don't have to go through all the modern day uh, niceties like 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 grow it back spray that I use, which works and it's great. Man, and if I got to. If you don't use it, then it's starting to go. Yeah, you should because it, it, I got uh, my buddy Rob. He he was full top of the head bald and then you start doing whatever the fuck. I think you did the same thing as mm-hmm. him, but 
his hair's all back. Yeah. Like, look, look, I, it's like it's a widow's peak still, but it's this isn't thinned out. It's there's nothing. It's thick as fuck all the way through. It's just my hair. What did you use? Hint? I know this is like an ad, but hashtag like, not sponsored. Yes. Hymns. Hymns. Uh, Hymns. It's a finasteride spray. I believe AIDS clown is is making attempts with it. Although um, he's given me updates and uh, he says it's not falling out anymore, but not growing back, which can happen. So, yeah, he was real thin through there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I think it's at least still there. Every time I take my hat off, people are shocked I have hair because I wear a hat so often. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I sometimes I I'll um I'll be somewhere and I always have a I wear a baseball hat probably 70 percent of the time but i'll t- if you're to wrap into a babe you got to pop the, j- the lid off do like a run through let the hair know. let them know yeah. you don't get hat fish they're not going to get hat fished yeah There's, i yeah, love that that's, that's such a great term i forget where i saw that but hat fishing is a big thing in especially a community like this where most dudes wear a baseball hat all the fucking time like to a wedding sure. christmas party Every motherfucker's got a baseball hat on with the sunglasses on the brim. I don't know when that became a thing. I thought that was like a thing you made fun of, like a Guy Fieri type thing. Everyone's got like some sort of like sport sunglasses and they put them on the brim of the hat. And I look at shit like that, like that's that's some fucking cornball. Like I'll tell you how that happens. Joke shit. Somebody, somebody cool did it. Yeah, like someone they think is cool, like Luke Bryan does this, he, country singer. He, someone like that, or somebody even at work, like Scott, <laughs> Scott, the cool guy at the it's, office, or or did it like at their outing, and people are like, <laughs> "Man, Scott's Scott's rich, and his wife is hot. I should do that." It's the it's the worst, and uh, but I do see things like that, and then I'm like. Well, shit, dude. Remember where you live? Babes here probably like that shit. What you're doing, you're fucking primped up fucking um, fashion. Yeah, you, yeah, you read to them as you were talking. We were, we talked about this yesterday on, on oh, but, uh, part two of the, on, of the Mike Burns dad boner saga coming soon. But yeah, you, you like the, it reads as gay what you're doing, right? <laughs> yeah. But, if, but if you got like tight, uh boot cut jeans with like a bedazzled crucifix on the on the back pockets it's and like, like oh trevor my 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 put a ring on it <laughs> who's exactly who's uh who's the mary next to you what yeah it's a really nice vest <laughs> really nice vest like this is j crew this is nice i look good Okay. How many? You know what is? Uh, Why are your fingernails clean? <laughs> when you fly into like a Midwest, I, I fly into Sioux Falls, South Dakota, to go to uh, my family's cabin, and it's readily apparent that I'm not in Los Angeles anymore when I get there, just based off of how everyone looks. Everyone kind of has all the guys that I noticed in the airport in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Granted, this was like when I first had this thought was probably years ago, but the same length all the way around haircut for guys. Worst. I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you're taking offense to anything that we've said in the past 10 minutes, but (laughs) 
Yeah, the same length. That's like that's the home haircut. That's where you do like a four, a four or like a six, just the whole thing. Oh God, you gotta fade. And it not off. even, not even my beard is the same length all the way around. No, you, you gotta, gotta trim the sides to get the fucking length of your face. Come on, yeah. Men don't and, know that either. You gotta trim the sides down shorter. You get just a little bit at least. You can't. You gotta fade it down. You can't just have this and, big fucking. If I don't trim my beard, I just like this big clown face that looks like dog shit. I guess I I guess I am passing judgment on it, but that's just how I know I'm not in L.A. Like no one does that here. Like y- you would have to be like on purpose. <laughs> like, on pur- yeah, like it's, it was, it's just like a yeah, like just I think in Chicago I had the same length of hair all the way around my head. I'm pretty sure I did. I don't think I ever had the same. I always, I used to do, I used to do a four on the sides and like an eight on top when I would cut my own. All these pictures I see of myself, like when I was doing the book, like the sides are so long. Yeah. It's really, it's really shocking. But then again, like almost like the haircut I had in Iowa in the late nineties is back, like the, the butt cut. So, (laughs) you know, butt cut. the fucking middle part uh goodwill hunting ass titanic haircut oh that's 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 coming back that's a thing the, the middle part the middle part no don't do that that's the middle part is a bad move. i caught i combed my hair last night in that way to see what it looked like oh boy it's not good then the, uh for the women at the sioux falls south dakota i can tell because th- their hair is dyed in such an unnatural yellow or rust color mm. that it like mm-hmm. it it's almost like a uh like a light yellow and then like a a burnt orange almost uh-huh. streaks through it yeah it's 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 <laughs> <laughs> Do you see a lot of that? Um, you, by the way, I started talking about this, and he got a pillow to cover himself, like to cover his vitals, like I was hitting a chord <laughs> that he didn't like. No, it's a, I, I was I um went went hard at the game today, and my arms are shaky. So oh, <laughs> I'm doing okay. this to rest the okay. to rest the microphone on. Got no, it. Okay. Uh, yeah, you see a lot of a lot of that, a lot of that sort of thing. It's not everybody, but just you see more of that. I also see a ton of just filthy fucking pig people at the store, at the grocery store. Like hair is greased to the fuck, just greasy. And then like bedhead in the back, then like a quadruple XL stained stretched out T-shirt and like slippers and like fucking triple extra large flannel pants dragging on the ground and they smell like 5,000 cigarettes and and weed and BO or whatever. I see a lot of that. Some people, I, I don't know if it's a COVID reaction that some people just never came out of it. I think a lot of it is, a lot of it is COVID. And by the way, if I go to, if I take a trip to, to Costco, I do see that person. It's fucking, I can't, like fathom that people leave the house like that. There was a woman that came into the comedy open mic uh, 
like not too long ago. And it was evident that her clothes were not clean and she lived in a house where more than one person smoked. Mm-hmm. Probably. And so she just, she smelled probably her. She smelled like the bottom of an ashtray is like, but it was like horrible. Right. And it's also because those clothes haven't been washed. They've been probably worn multiple days and have multiple days of ashtray stench on yeah. them. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, it's it's. But I guess like if welcome to you, the snotty show, the snob show with Mike and Mike. Some people, <laughs> some people when they get when they get married, like let themselves go. My wife is very much like a no. You represent me when you're out. Yeah, yeah. Don't leave the house with your smelly gym shorts on with the butthole stink. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, so, I can't leave the house if I don't take a shower, and that's because I'm fucking OCD. But I can't like. I feel disgusting if I don't take a shower. I feel I feel disgusting when I will do it. Yeah, I can't do it unless it's okay. One like if I'm in a bad spot and I'm hungover and I got to run to get some beers, which I've not done for a while. But in those instances, I will just fuck. I got to go to the fucking store. But I think COVID did do that. I think COVID did a number on people's social interactions. People drive like absolute shit still here. Um, like a four-way stop is like a math problem. No one can figure out because no, <laughs> because nobody has stopped. It's the worst. The worst. If I get up to a four-way stop and somebody is, has been sitting there and they don't go. And then like, yeah. I'm like, okay, you've been here for like, you were here before I got here for like five seconds. Now what do I fucking do? Now I can't yeah. go. Cause as soon as I do, then it's going to be the, eh, 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 eh. Well, fucking you go you go you go fuck you you were fucking here go what are you fucking doing yeah yeah it's it's oh it, it's the opposite here though everybody thinks it's their turn to go first of all because no one has stopped it's just like all people just like are behind i don't know how to explain it they don't stop at the white line they just kind of like are s- slowing down and they think it's their turn because i just hate everybody here also, well, it's probably so, because so in in summation, pig people <laughs> live in where you live, and I hate everyone, uh, and no one no one has a home here. So, <laughs> if you go to the Walmart in Los Angeles, though, which I used to, it's like all the people that go to the Walmart here are also at the Walmart in Los Angeles. It's <laughs> it's not wholly it's not wholly a regional thing. These types of scenarios. Uh, I mean, I saw a woman at Costco in Atwater Village last week, where I was like, "That I've people like her also live in Los Angeles, <laughs> right? Like, where do you live? Like, everything about her was like the grossest thing. It was like generational grossness. It's like <laughs> your your grandparents are gross. <laughs> yeah." Uh huh. Like Uncle, or like Grandpa Charlie, or whatever, whatever his fucking name is from the Willy Wonka film. Grandpa Joe. Grandpa Joe is like stinking it up in there. Motherfucker hadn't been out of bed in like like ten years. Just bed sores and piss everywhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what's going on. Yeah. If you go to any Costco in Los Angeles or Pacoima, I, I have to go to I have to go to a lot of Costcos these days for work. Big, oh yeah, yeah. That's kind of fun though. I mean, it's for work, so I, I kind of hate I mean it's a dollar fifty hot dog. You're on the dollar fifty slice oh, slice of pizza. Those prices are incredible. You can't beat it. 
The pizza. I love that pizza. Pizza. I actually like it. Some people just get it. I like Costco pizza. I don't have a problem with it. I think it's okay. It's it's just okay. What I hate is when is these fucking people. These fucking people. They have this house that's filth, like a like a fucking pig pig pen house, but they own a fucking house. I don't own a house. I don't own a house. What the See, fuck? See that that is rampant around here. Because like even in Silver Lake, I live next to like a pig pen ass house with pig pen ass people, <laughs> and they just they just use their big backyard as like. A, as like a junkyard like there's like fridges back there and old car parts it's just like you don't want your two million dollar house to be (laughs) what do you do those would drive me insane or like whatever big pen junk houses in la that are like this property's worth 1.5 right now sell you can sell it tomorrow what are you doing take Take all the money and get the fuck out of here. And then people are like, well, what are they, where are they supposed to go? And it's just like, I don't know, wherever $800,000 takes you. Yeah. Go here with your $1.2 million sale and fucking buy a gorgeous house. A fucking gorgeous, just incredible lot in a nice place with nature and shit for $300,000. And then I mean, you have all like that money. Boulevard- had two houses back to back right across the street from where I lived that that property had to be worth like 1.5, just the land. And there was like, the roof was caving in. Like it looked like the oldest poor people of all time live there. And they must've like burnt like a, like a fire stove for heat. And it's just like, how is this here? Like, get the get paid, you stupid bitch! And like, it's insane. You could have a liquid like eight hundred thousand dollars and live in an incredible, and, and that'd be enough money to probably live for the rest of your life on very comfortably here, or in Wisconsin or Minnesota. Pick one, just pick one. No, no, I want to stay here. And it's just like. <laughs> We have so many people who want housing here. Some like dumb pig pen ass family is throwing all of their <laughs> all of their trash in their yard. I live in like the pig pen ass capital of LA out here because like every other house is like a junkyard. Sun like sun faded toys in the back backyard just that have been sitting out for fucking ten years. Some fucking scariest doll you've ever seen and like those little tykes toys that fucking disgusting just uh, (laughs) it's funny that you see those people that come to like that they look disgusting at the store you know their house is a nightmare Mm -hmm. yeah and i'm we're not making fun of poor people here we're making fun of just pig pen ass people i mean if they're poor they're actually rich they have more money than me. Sure, you own that fucking rich ass house. They're fucking loaded, and they get yeah, to. Go, I gotta, don't go to Costco. I'm not at Costco filling up carts with five hundred dollars worth of shit. It's pretty hard to fill up five hundred dollars worth of shit. It's just like it, it, people are socially broken. Like, fucking, I you, think you are you are a vile. You haven't bathed in like a month. You're fucking disgusting. That. 
You have a house and you can go to Costco? That's not a poor thing. That's a you're a pig pen ass person. Man, I was waiting for delivery the other day. Like, like you get the Grubhub thing. It's like your driver will be there soon. And I have a dog that wants to murder everybody. And so like I have to stand outside. I I have a a speed bump right in front of my house. Every single person that went by was looking at their phone as they drove <laughs> by one day. Yeah, I see a lot of that. Blake driving and looking at the phone. It's I I just I don't realize like I don't know when everybody got like like so self I don't know like if it's it's an addiction. I think that there's I think that if you're poor, right? Like there's a lot of poor people. Maybe you're not as considerate because you're like, fuck, no one does anything for me. Why would I do other shit for other people? No, that's a rich asshole move, too. That's a fucking. So, the, so my theory is th- land those are the, the same shit. Those are the two most inconsiderate people, wealthy people and poor people, because wealthy people are like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> and then poor people are like, fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. No, fuck you. Like, the, the, they did some study. Like, I always feel like I get cut off by like a Mercedes, you know, like the people with like the nicest cars. Entitled. Right. And it's like, well, yeah, that guy didn't get that car by following the rules. You know? <laughs> right. No, this is how I do it. I take yeah, what I want. I, me first. Yeah. You know, me first. Yeah. But no, middle, so middle, I hope, pl- I hope middle. we've alienated everybody, whatever you have, <laughs> your garbage. And that's why your pigs. Fuck. Wink, wink. Pigs. Fuck everybody. <laughs> Fuck you, pigs. Oink, oink. No, nice right in the sweet spot. Little mi- middle class. Those are your nice people. Those are your people. Their their bills are paid. They don't have high stress money. They don't have they don't have poor money. Poor stress. They're just kind of. This is as good so as it's going to Thank gonna, you. Get. Thank you for everybody who doesn't make me want to vomit whenever <laughs> I'm in public. When I look at you, I like you. Thank you for people who use turn signals. A lot of effort exuded on that. You either got to move your fingy up or move your fingy down. So sorry, but thank you for using turn signals. Uh, Not smelling like an absolute pile of uh, cigarettes and shit. Uh, Thank you for that. Yeah. uh, We forgot the gym people who keep their gym clothes in the locker from the last couple times they worked out. And then put on their mildew, bo, butthole stink, fucking <laughs> clothes. Oh my god, it makes me want to choke a motherfucker. I'm already in there Dude. wheezing and almost gonna vomit from what I'm doing in the first place. And then pig person walks by, and and I know the, what that smell is. It's oh god, I'm fucking. <laughs> By the way, uh, I gave tours of tours of Dodger Stadium, and it was on the rare occasion that there would be like a VIP crew on a day on an away game who got to go into the locker room. Like you got to go, it's like you know roped off and everything. But and then they took us down like during training to show us the Dodgers lockers. Oh, did you go in there and smell some jacks? Oh man, <laughs> you know you know how like a nice team locker room. It looks plush. It looks, you know, comfy, cozy. It looks state of the art. It still smells like eighth grade gym class. Uh, That makes sense. That was always interesting. Like 
the locker room at school, no matter how, whether it was used in the last week or not, the yeah. stench was built into the fucking yeah. locker room. It's just concrete yeah. and like fucking metal. It's just built in that stench. smell that like that same smell that the wrestling room had. That's like that same smell that middle school and high school PE class like. You got your little locker. You got your little combination. You take your little gym shorts out, and you're like, "Fuck, these need to be washed." Like that smell yeah. is at Dodger Stadium. Oh, <laughs> oh, really? I almost fucking. I need a. <sighs> it's. Thank you for smelling good <laughs> for the people that smell good. <laughs> oh, I can't eat. I can't. It's too much. I can't think <laughs> even think of it. Oh God. Oh. Oh my God. A, he's, he's really vomiting. Here's a good here's a good smell. I went into I went into the uh, high school gym in Bay City to watch that basketball game. And I forgot like this you got the concession stand and like the whole gym smelled like popcorn. What an incredible yeah. smell. One with the with the they're booming Kanye West and all the all the music that they play for warm ups are like yeah yeah are still about what they're about except for there's no swear words but everything else is still the same so it's like this song's about selling cocaine <laughs> well here's a song about. Uh, banging chicks in the club. Here's a song about, and they're like fucking Catholic school um, JV team. <laughs> it's just, no one, is this is fine? This is okay? Man, we sell popcorn at my theater. Uh, we got like a old fashioned popping corn machine, like a, yeah. like a kettle. Like a kettle. Mm-hmm. You just cut open the bag. You pour the kernels in. There's a little pocket that you cut open and throw in. It's got the salt in it. And a little pocket that you cut open. That's got a stick of butter that you like put into the thing. Uh-huh. And we know that if we get this thing on and turn on, people can't resist it. No, you can't. It's too good, and it's probably cheap. How much is it, dude? You we sell six dollar un like bottomless popcorns. Mm-hmm. No one ever gets more than like three, and three. so you're ma- you're making like a six hundred percent markup on the popcorn. Yeah, like if you I wanna make a tree, you, know, you want to make a trillion dollars, just go start selling popcorn on the street. One of my favorite things is if I go in a gas station, they have fresh popcorn. Like you're on a road trip or something. Yeah. Sometimes they'll have like a bunch of bags all pre-made, warm or whatever. Can't not get it. Can't not. It's the best. It's so much better than a bag of chips. It's fucking incredible. Because it's hot. You can't get hot chips with like fresh butter. <laughs> Next time I go to the 7-Eleven to get a bag of Cool Ranch, I'll throw, throw in the microwave real quick. What are you no, doing? Picture, that even, that even seems gross. Uh, kind of. I mean, it's just like nachos without cheese on it. Oh, Yeah. But popcorn is supposed to be hot. I've never had like I've never been like these are better room temperature. Right. I mean, it's never going to be. It doesn't retain the heat very long, but should at least be. Although, yeah, day, day after to... popcorn, you can have that. No problem. Mm-hmm. If you keep. 
There's a guy so much better than microwave popcorn too. The kettle, like the old fashioned kettle thing. Yeah. The guy owns a theater here, movie theater, that goes to the bar a lot. And he, he he came in the other day and he had he brought all the old popcorn from the night. You know, he shut the theater down and then cleaned out the thing and made big fucking bags. And he goes, Here you go. It's this massive fucking bag of movie oh. theater popcorn. I brought it home and just oh, Amazing. It's just the it's a massive bag. I couldn't eat it all before it got really stale, but it was just Movie popcorn has a different vibe to it. What are your other favorite smells? Non-body part related. Please keep it PG for the <laughs> um, for the fa- for the families out there. You can't just be like, pussy. <laughs> uh, fresh cut grass. I like that a lot. Um, I like yeah. this, the metallic smell before it rains. I like that. Oh yeah. I like yeah. I like specific fig candles. Um, interesting. And I also like. Not patchouli, but that that dirt satel or something, dirt smell perfume that that chicks or dudes will wear. Any chick that ever wore that fucking like dirt perfume, I don't know. It's earthy. I just fucking like, oh my god, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm surprised you didn't say new shoe. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll say like a fresh pair of Jordans. The first thing I do if I open a box of sneakers of any sort, Jordans are the best, but I, I put my nose in it like it's an oxygen mask when they're brand oh, yeah. new and just, oh. yeah, I don't know what that is, but that always smells fantastic. Um, new car is a good one. New car is good. Uh, you know what is sad as it is pipe tobacco. <coughs> yes. Pipe tobacco is good. Um, what else do I like? What else is what else is uh what else is amazing? Pussy. <laughs> well, wait, no, oh, no, yeah. Sorry. oh yeah, I'm glad you I'm glad you brought sorry. that up. Wait, sorry. Uh two two day no shower ball sack. Like. <laughs> Frito balls. <laughs> Ooh, speaking of popcorn, uh, feet uh, that haven't been uh... <laughs> just same socks for four days went for a run yeah yeah it's what i like some people like that though there's something for everyone some people like there's something for yeah some people like stinky some people like stinky i've i've dated people who liked when i like was more stinky but like oh you stink oh fuck. i mean my, like, do- my dog is if I have morning breath, my dog is right up in my face, like, "Oh yes, oh yeah, yeah, yeah." He's got, he's a, he's got a, uh, uh, what should we call it, a fetish for your filth mouth. Yeah, I, he, he's like, I love anal glands, and this thing is close enough. I'll tell you, after you quit smoking, your morning breath is way less bad than sure. Oh Jesus, it's really like really disgusting. Oh, a night of a thousand cigarettes and uh, a thousand IPAs, you're gonna wake up smelling uh, like real fucking bad. Oh yeah, and then like I date someone who did the same thing and be like, "Did you stay up all night eating dog shit sandwiches?" Oh my <laughs> god! I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's me too. That must be me too." <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, oh, you know what? I had too much marijuana. The other night, oh. I had too many. I had too many edibles, so I had a night of absolute terror. Oh no! How yeah, much did you I take? Had, it it must have been like I had like 
like five milligrams and I was like, I don't feel nothing. And then I had five more and I was like, this is bullshit. So I, then I had 10 more. And then oh, I, oh, oh, you, and the, you took what I was used to be taking. Well, I only had like 20 milligrams in me. Still, that'll get that can get you cranked. But all it all hit at once, and then I I was really not um, excited about the rest of my night. Yeah, but why the, is my dog going insane? Well, no way to know. Check your your ring. I mean, I am. I'm no one's obviously it. breaking in with your two hundred pound giant dog screaming <laughs> at them. No one's going like, I'm still coming in, breaking in this motherfucker. I'm looking. I don't. Oh. Somebody left a package just now. Well, that that would be the logical conclusion, yes. Yeah, and my dog... Some people were like, I wish my dog could talk. I wish my dog could... And Sometimes I do, because he has the same cry for if he wants water as if he does for I gotta take a shit. So I wish that he'd be like, hello, father, I would like to shit now. But like, <laughs> but I know words. that he... I know that he we would mostly be going to jail because he'd be threatening people's lives. And... <laughs> hey, fucking kill you. I'll fucking kill yeah. you. I stopped Our... doing I stopped doing the edibles. Why? I switched to a vape pen. I couldn't trust him anymore. Just like the scenario you're talking about. I would over overindulge or underindulge and it just yeah. like I don't know what I'm getting in these things. They don't they're not measured out properly you never fucking know and you don't know how it's going to hit in your stomach depending on what you ate or what's in there yeah i thought i had it down just by taking small little doses and i know there's people who take who can't even feel it unless they have 40 milligrams i'm not like that i have like a little baby tolerance now the thing that i have or don't have cannot confirm and people keep giving me or showing me that they could give me cannot confirm or deny are mushroom-based products. Yes, they're becoming quite popular, and I like and them very much. I'm a little intimidated. It's For me, mushrooms are easily the most chemically conducive to my brain structure drug that I can do. Oh, no, that means that I will like them. Probably. They're really nice, and and they're good for you. They like... They don't make your they don't have really negative effects. You're, if you don't do like a way too much, I've always ta it's the one thing I've ever done that drugs all all across the board. Mushrooms are the only thing that I've ever done that I woke up the next day and felt better. Huh? Like this it rewires your shit. It pumps you full of feel goods. It's they're great. That's the thing that. In that book, that Lost Connections book that I was like making all of the people who have depression and anxiety check out, it was like one of the things that he, he suggests is microdosing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. The other thing, it was like walks in nature. I was like, makes sense, makes sense. He's like, uh, universal basic income. And I was like, that would be nice. Holy shit. That'd be cool if I had like $1,000 <laughs> a month, just extra money. Yeah, so cool. nice. So nice to spend and go out and put into the community. And <laughs> but mushrooms, so mushrooms, I think, are, are they're legal in like maybe uh, like Ann Arbor or Detroit, or they will be soon. But I think one place has them legalized. So it's going to. 
I mean, it's what, the next thing. Why are they fucking illegal? What the fuck are they? They're not like they're just because, mushrooms. Man, it's a, it's a system of control, man. Uh, <laughs> I was saying this last last night. I was watching um, a PBS documentary about New York, and they were talking about like the five points. And they're like, yeah, there is just oh, they had like a one of the places that burnt down was the New York home for aged prostitutes. What? Oh no. Now, that struck my ears funny. It's like, yeah, they got to get older and people are not going to want them as much. It's like the lady that gives the massage in the strip club. My pushy's too dry. I can't work anymore. I mean, what happens to aged prostitutes? I don't know. What happens to aged comedians? We die yeah, alone in a... <laughs> they need a... You know, 200 square foot apartment in New York. Yeah. That is true. For aged actors. Aged prostitutes. But. Somebody, ladies, someone will fuck you. Show them your tits. But then there was like, there was like a a guy being like this neighborhood, the five points. He's like, it had crime. It had prostitution. And I was like, who gives a fuck? (laughs) Prostitution. Who fucking cares? Right. If it's, unless it's like a human traffic situation or like an underage, if it's a consenting adult paying for services like who fucking cares? I never understood how that's possibly illegal because I think soldiers got VD. Yeah. And like, but like, how do you gauge that that's illegal? He's you're like, Hey, I want to hang out with you. Cool. I'll hang out with you. If you give me money. Okay. Here's the money. Boy, let's fuck. I guess I'll suck your dick. Why is that illegal? It's the same thing know. as any date. When you go on the first couple like nice dates and you're it's caught it's peaking at like 200 bucks a pop and you're paying for it. And then after a couple of dates, it's enough money and enough time spent that, OK, I guess so we'll do this. Now. I don't know. They, think about if you went on a date. <clears throat> I mean, for you to even go on a date, you have to be probably somewhat interested in the person like I don't. Right. I don't know if in the in the history of the world, how many people have just gone on dates with somebody that they weren't slightly interested in. And so for like the woman looks at you and she's like, I did spend two hundred dollars on dinner. <laughs> well, like a like when a when a hot chick goes out with some like turtle looking fuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. that's just prostitution. That's all that is. It's just <laughs> that's all it is. Like you do not think that guy is he's like a real piece of shit and he's rich and you like the money he gives you yeah i mean and what's what's what should be i mean should it be illegal if if prostitution itself is illegal should like can the government be like clearly you're not attracted to this man (laughs) i couldn't do it i couldn't do it i couldn't like uh some super rich grossest babe ever and i just there's no fucking way i couldn't do it but i don't like money that much no she has like the best stuff though i don't like that anna nicole smith and that and that old guy that looks like he was dead oh yeah that fucking guy that guy Ah. yeah that guy was the worst. That's the worst one I've ever seen. Yeah, he, he like this guy, Mister. <laughs> this guy, Mister. Chow. Like I just watched his documentary. He's like eighty five. He's got some like twenty five year old wife. Like even he seems like he's still somewhat 
put together. The yeah. worst I've ever seen is Anna Nicole Smith and that guy. Right. That guy looked that guy looked like the Six Flags guy had full no. blo- The guy looked yeah. like the Six Flags guy got full blown AIDS and stage four cancer at the same time. <laughs> yeah, let me let me look this guy up. <laughs> <laughs> the Venga bus is coming. Oh, he looks uh, terrible. Like one eyeball's hanging out. <laughs> just like hanging by some eyeball threads. And there's like he's in a wheelchair uh, with like oh like fucking god. George Washington wooden teeth. <laughs> he's Oh my god. His whole face yeah, is a got... big is a big liver spot. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and she like he's so sweet. <laughs> no. He, not, there's like a Where's this one is? Oh, yuck. Oh, you can't kiss that. I wouldn't. No fucking way, man. <laughs> he looks. Yeah, you can see inside of his face. He's like that. <laughs> you can see like you can see every pustule in his fucking. <laughs> you can see his teeth through his cheeks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh, my God. And his his teeth. Those are his chompers and like every tooth is dead <laughs> yeah there would now and she's and she's like oh my god and this he's is so before he's she's so on. happy he's so happy and she looks happy too because she's gonna get all this money yeah did she get it did she end up getting that money oh uh, i i don't i don't know i would assume i don't think she was doing that for her health or because like well he's sweet dad i'm like hanging out with him he's we, we we take a popsicle stick and I I tape his dick to it like a splint and then um then he you know uh, puts it in me. It's just terrible. It's really not good. It's and I always like sometimes you'll see an adult film where there's like a real grosser old dude and like some fucking incredible chick and she's Big Lebowski. She's banging him on the vid and it's like. I can't watch this. This guy's just, I feel bad for her. She's got it. I mean, it's acting though. So. And yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, gross dudes with uh, amazing babes in all kinds of shows on TV. It's, it's, uh, I mean, King of Queens maybe is one of the most hilarious. Yeah. But, you know, Kevin James. Kevin James is like not a bad looking guy. No, he's, he's got just a, personality, and I he's see just a, a little bit uh, heavy. I tell you, I see a lot of that here. You see a lot of that where there's that type of dynamic. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know. I, it's different. People, chicks like like a hefty like take care of business dude with a, like owns his own business, and like I don't think that's the same as like Anna Nicole Smith fucking a corpse for a for a paycheck <laughs> that you gotta you gotta get your mind to like a whole other level of pretendy time <laughs> to have to have fucking to hook up with that guy right yeah and i could see you know and then kevin james you assume he was probably in better shape maybe on the football team and stuff and he likes to eat but yeah. I, I definitely know people here that on the facebook being the pals pull up like Jesus, this guy's turning into a real mess. And like, oh my God, his wife is so fucking smoking hot. Can't wait for the hearty. <laughs> get back on the, get back in the single life. Oh, 
Oh, no. <laughs> That's how I date Brad. I go on Facebook and find um, people I know where the where the husband's obese and looks like he could hardy at any time. <laughs> I just wait it out. <laughs> Man, that's what dating is now. Do dating app. <laughs> it's not. I'm probably that guy for somebody. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, me, and, <laughs> me and the idiot friends, we do have this with, we'll say things that allude to each other dying. So like, you know, can't wait till you're out of the picture. And then I roll right in, and you can't do anything about it. You can hear about a lot of those kinds of tales on the Cards program, available on Patreon only. New episode every week. <laughs> of your friends, of your friends in Michigan, who has the hottest wife? So go on record. Oh, hmm, that's tough. I don't want to. I don't know if I want to go down that road. Because- I can't believe you're even entertaining it. No, no, no. I definitely would say it on the other program. The problem is is that if I do it on here, then they're going to listen to it, and then they're going to be like, oh, boo, and then I'll start yapping my mouth about how much I want them. <laughs> is it one of those things where it's like, you know who it is. Everybody no, knows who it I is. I mean, no. Some of them are, you know, different attributes. Different attributes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. I can I can definitely name the, the one I would... Uh, Okay. 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 <laughs> I could, I could tell you the one that uh, you know, would be would be nice. Okay. 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 Mhm. Mhm. The you know, yeah. Oh, God damn it! I, I have such diarrhea of the brain and the mouth that it's so hard for me to stop myself. <laughs> Because you're probably like, here's what I like about her. No, I'm right on that fucking cusp of like, this is her name. This is the guy. Like, this is what I I would do. I listen. I can't believe I thought you were gonna be like, Brido, don't ask me this evil question from a bit of hell. That's that's a that is a softball lob compared to the other stuff that's on the cards. Who's your who's your who's your best looking guy friend? Um. Does he have the? Does he get? Do he get? Is he the one that got that wife? Um, money was a good-looking guy. He does have a. He does have a wife that uh, you know, not not too shabby, if you know what I mean. He's uh getting a little thick. He's getting a little thick. So uh, I mean, still like has the potential to have <laughs> the looks, but I mean, his body's eating himself around the. The rest of him, and he's, the face is still there, but it's in there. The hair is nice, but yeah, he could uh could lay off the sweets a little bit. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's he, but he doesn't like drink or smoke or anything. He like he has a beer here and there, but yeah, he's probably not gonna kick off, so that's not gonna work out for me. Yeah, I'm gonna have to okay. go with another one, but. <laughs> See if you if you knew who these people were, I would definitely just not be able to stop, and I would have to open up about all the all the the wives that I rank them on, tell them all the stuff I want to do to them. Do you see a lot of fist fights in your town? No, no. It's a very I, small. It's a very small town thing. I don't think people do that. I think it's an even smaller town. I don't think people do that. Where I go, at least. It may happen at some of the seedier bars, which I was going to for a while for funsies. But now I'm like, 
I can't even fucking. It's not the novelty is worn off. I go to safe spaces. Like certain bars are just. I went to one the other day, which is a true neighborhood bar. Um, it's called the Beefs and cool bar. Look, it's like you're walking into a fucking living room almost. Like it's it's like the bar itself is probably an old house, but it is in a neighborhood. And yeah. I went in there for because they said they were having a. Uh, uh, community watch meeting and i was like oh that's fun i'll go to this bar learn learn about like the crimes that are happening in the neighborhood and like be fucking super interesting they never had a meeting they just played pool and got wasted and and there was no no community watch meeting whatsoever that 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 occurred but that bar i could tell because i was sitting in there by myself i ordered a heineken because i I was drinking Heineken for like a couple weeks there. And she goes, we don't have none. No, we don't have no, no beers that that aren't like regular beers. And I was like, fucking Heineken's pretty, it's a pretty standard beer. So basically it was Bush, Budweiser, Bush light, uh, Miller light, and like one other. And that was all the beer they had. I was like, fuck you other (laughs) beer. This is what we have. And um, I, I got, I was like, I got, I'm not staying here. I went. We to, just got, <laughs> we got just regular. We don't got no beers that aren't regular beer. Uh huh. It was like, I'm sure the word fancy was thrown around in there. We ain't got no fancy beers. Oh, my yeah, dad yeah. would, my dad would have Newcastle every now and then, and his neighbors kind of would make fun of him as they brought over coolers of Bush Light. I forgot about Nuki Brown. I haven't had one of those and, in forever. Those were delicious. Oh, they're they're delicious. Mm. And but 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 every now and then one of them would on the slide be like, "Hey, Rich, give me one of those. Give me one of those good beers." <laughs> That's just being cheap. Bush Light's like quarter a can. Yeah, all these guys had money. You know, they love Bush Light. People love Bush Light here. They can't. It's get it's uh it's the see for me Bush Light and Ice House and shit like that was. What I got uh, drunk on first, and so like when I was underage, and so it is always tastes vaguely like vomit. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Like if you were like, do you want to do a a peppermint kind of shot? I would be like, not even a little. <laughs> yeah, I I really I left my lost my whole taste for like IPAs and stuff. Really? Uh huh. Like when I when I go to the bar now, I get a Coors Light bottle and I get a shot of Jim Beam and I sip it, sip the shot. Okay, so that's okay. So I the first episode of Hunk ever, I talked to Greg Barris's brother. Greg Barris's brother, comedian Greg Barris, lives with Carl Hess and maybe other people that, um, maybe lived with Brooks. I I don't know, but like people from the that you'd be familiar with from the program. Yeah, I I lived in that home as well for a short time period. His brother was a Cicerone, which is like a sommelier for beer. Mm -hmm. And he was under, he sold to me that there's a time and place and setting for every type of beer. So like I would, I would give him a scenario and he'd, and he'd be like, here's what you, here's what you you would drink at that. Here's what you would eat at that. If you're at a dive bar in Michigan, 
I mean, are you really going to want like a shimay and a little fucking ice cream bowl? No. Like the taps at my or- regular shin bar I go to, they fucking never work. They don't even pour. I don't want to deal with it. Give me, I got, uh, yeah. I, they probably never clean those tap lines. I like think they do, you want to, but they just like, you don't want that there. You don't want that. You want a bottle, you want a bottle of domestic, like, you know, a PBR can. You want, um, something domestic and sturdy, right? And then like a yeah, like a little sidecar of whiskey. I get a sidecar, just Jim Beam or just Jack or whatever, and then that's my flavor. Is just yeah. a sip, a swig of the beer, and then just a little micro sip of the whiskey, and then back and forth, back and forth. Now, if it's, you're at a Mexican restaurant, middle of the day, go for a Modelo. Go for a right. um. A Corona, get a little side, little sidecar of mezcal, something, something you know, delicioso. But it's time and place sensitive. I went to lunch today. I got a steak with rosemary crusted steak and a coleslaw side. And I after I because I don't like to drink when I eat, so I hung out there for a bit and um, did some <laughs> shit on my phone. And I got a glass of Pinot Noir because it's a nicer bar and grill that I go to. And I just I, I watched some football highlights and I would never get a glass of fucking wine at the dive <laughs> bars I go to. But you had a steak. Yeah, it's just nice. It was like, I don't want well, I was going to say, like, if you had said I got like a nice half or if I got like a, you know, something that pairs well with the steak, it has to pair well with the ambiance or. The experience. Yeah, so if you're fireplaces in there and it's nice, it's like fucking nice restaurant. Yeah, that's when you get an upper class beer or an upper middle class beer, mm-hmm. and you or a glass or a glass of any glass of wine is going to be classy. You know, like that's the connotation. Wine doesn't feel have. like I'm drinking either. Like, I I wasn't wasn't in the mood to like drink. I didn't want a fucking beer or mixed drink or whatever. But a glass of nice glass of red wine, nice glass of Pinot, it just it's just something to enjoy, like a cup of coffee. I don't feel like I'm getting boozed up. I'm having a fucking nine dollar glass of wine. It's yeah. like too complex. It really was just to relax. I was like, let's just fucking let our stomach settle and like just decompress for a second here, get the stress level down. Yeah, if it was like a Mike's Harder grape, then you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, and I was drinking those seltzers for a while. Can't do those yeah. anymore. Those just, ugh. I don't know. I was ripping through those things. I can't do it anymore. I don't want, uh, once in a while, I I'll never do a had a, uh, never had a white claw. I never <laughs> had a, a sour. I never had a hazy IPA. You quit drinking before like white claws and stuff were a thing. That's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> your two, your drinking age is too old to have ever had a, uh, a fucking uh, like high noon or any of that shit. Coming up in February will be seven years. Well, good for you because you probably really like those. I could see you just pounding fucking high noons. <laughs> I don't know if I would. I I I probably would have gone through a phase. I I get those athletics that are like the hazy athletics. Boy, those are delicious. Athletic beers. If you I, another not uh, sponsored, but boy, they do a good job. Yeah, I don't. I don't. If I don't drink beer, I don't think I'm just. Gonna, I'm not gonna go back to that. <laughs> but, 
when I was in Austin, I wanted an NA beer. And so they, they had a Budweiser Zero that they gave me, and I ordered another one. He goes, no, oh, buddy, you got the last one. <laughs> it's been sitting in there for, like, fucking two years in the back of the fridge. There, there is a pretty funny, like, C.J. Sullivan joke when they have to, like, go in the basement and find, like, the last O'Doul's. <laughs> and then, and like, somebody would always say to him, like, I don't have the heart to charge you for this. <laughs> I I know there I know you must have went through some shit and uh yes that's on me. I'm not going to I'm not charging you for this fucking thing. I know you don't want it. I can't imagine. I mean the people who probably quit in the O'Doul's era, God bless them, but they're doing amazing things with NAs and NA wines. They have alcohol removed wines, so you could have had an NA wine experience with your with your steak. I'm <laughs> not having that. No, I wanted to. Re- I wanted to relax. I wanted to decompress. I needed the alcohol. At home, yeah. I do. I make mocktails. I do ginger beer with lime, fresh lime juice, and pomegranate juice, and I drink those. And if I smoke some weed, I don't fucking care about the booze anymore. Topo Chicos are fun. Uh, you can make all kinds of little mocktails with Topo Chicos. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. you can do that. When Mr. Krabs was here, he was making like some sort of lemon fizzy water with like a little bit of sugar and like some lime juice. And those were really fucking good. And again, we we're just passing a joint back and forth and sipping mocktails. You wake up, you might be a little dumb for first half hour, but there's no, yeah. you know, you're going to be, you're going to bounce right back after a shower and something to eat. Man, but a, uh, a Jim Beam hangover from a dive bar, that is a whole other... <laughs> yeah. That is off. Well, <clears throat> I try to keep it to... Um, the max max I'll have is, I don't know, three. I try to keep it at three pairings. That's pretty... Three light beers and three shots, like regular little shot glasses of Jim Beam. That's That's enough to like, all right. You're not drunk, but go home, smoke some weed, and then make yourself sleepy time tea or some shit. And that's that's your day. Hope you had fun, Burns. Let's do some Power Tube. Two shows this week, because I don't recall what I did the previous time, but new Reachers are out. Reacher is awesome. Reacher is the sexiest guy that's ever existed, and he's the most badass guy that's ever existed. And he does really cool stuff, and he punches people real good. Fucking love the Reacher program on Amazon Prime. And I'm very into this bookie show with uh, Sebastian Monasculo. Is that his name? Monticello? Monasculo? It, uh, I think it, it's Montes- Montescalco. It, uh, it, it, uh, never, I've never seen any of his comedy. I haven't watched a special or anything, but I love that show. It fills my... It fills my um, my hunger for like a ballers slash entourage type thing, just quick okay. half hour. It's a Chuck Lorre, but it's it's on HBO Max or whatever they fucking call it now. But I I really get a lot of joy from that dumb little comedy. It's violent and it's about sports gambling and it's it's fun. It's set in L.A., so I kind of like I like seeing. It's really shot there and it's fun to see. Oh, there's yeah. the El Coyote. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I used to go there all the time. Reacher, bookie. That's what I'm really pumped for. And, of course, football, but no need to discuss that. Brad, what are you watching? Did you watch the quarterback series on Netflix? Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was really good. 
I like anything like that. And I'm so far behind in all of them. And my wife truly doesn't want me to watch that in her presence. So whenever she's gone, it's a little guilty. Now nah, she'll watch uh, some of them. But it's a, it's a real guilty pledge to watch like quarterback. And that was the first this season had Patrick Mahomes, obviously. And it's the first one of those I've ever seen where the team wins. Mm, mm-hmm. That's interesting. So like on last chance you or on you know a season with the like Notre Dame football or any of those shows, they're always they always lose. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so I know that they follow uh, Marcus Mariota. They follow uh, Kirk Cousins. And, you know, you kind of go through phases of thinking that he's like a fucking dork. And then other phases of thinking like, you know what? He's like a good guy. Lovable dork. Yeah, no, he's, you know, he's churchy, but I don't hold that against anyone. He's just a nice guy. Like some people, it's like, oh, he's just a good person <laughs> yeah i can't hate you I, that's on that's on christianity for making me assume that people are hate-filled assholes if they are christian right but for, for the most part yeah. well, a lot of people are christian and a lot of people are nice and so that guy just happens to be both and then there's yeah. a lot of christians who are the meanest people that they don't know it but they do the exact opposite but no kirk cousins is like yeah, I say my prayers like, you know, I believe in a higher power. Like I want to just be kind of a nice person to my family. And like that, yeah. he's he does the right. He does it the right way. You know, he's kind of self-aware teachings. also like being self-awareness is the key to life. Yes, it's, a, it's very endearing. The more self-aware it, you are. That's what comedians are. They're for the most part the ones you like who probably have. Oh, a it's an it's a, charisma. Th- They're self-aware. I think Dana Gould said that stand-up comedy is an exercise in self-awareness. So we've seen plenty of comedians come and go. Some of them that we're friends with that just had no idea who they were. Right, and you could see it in their material. Like, but what? Who are you? And that's that's something that then. The industry wants to know. Does your the industry wants to know who are you? What story are you trying to tell me? Why should I care? And that's it. And if the answer is I'm funny, then you're lost. Then you're lost. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like pro wrestling. You can't be uh, Burns the good wrestler. <laughs> right? Yeah. You need a character. You need a character, and you need to know who you are. So that you can turn up your your own personality, that's that's the key. And then so that dude is like a I'm Christian. My wife dresses me. My I'm wife. not flat. My wife. Uh, and so his sense of humor comes through when he wears twenty five <laughs> big big chains. Right. Yeah. It's funnier then because he he knows it's funny because he's not that. Right. So yeah. he can then play up how boring he is when he does stuff like that. Yeah. It's and, and when he screams, you like that, you like that, it's because people are like, Boy, you're shitty at talking shit because you're not that's not you, man. <laughs> yeah. What is gr- so that's great just when not he did you. That. you like that. So but but he plays he plays off of it because he's like, Yeah, that I did like he's he gets 
I like that Kirk Cousins knows who he is. Mm-hmm. And he and he'll always know who he is. And that, Whereas that poor bastard. so many people like just don't. He he also in in quarterback takes a beating. Like you see oh. how bad oh. he gets beat up as as a quarterback. Which yeah. is offensive line not really doing their job. He's just always fucked up. And then he does go out for the season this year and suffers a season-ending in- in- injury. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I remember that quarterback show. And I was like, yeah, good for you, man. Every day has got to be a living hell. <laughs> Going into an ice bath with a bruise the size of fucking Montana on your thigh. Who does he play? In the greatest comeback of all time, is that the Lions? Possible, I don't know. I don't recall. He pulls off the greatest comeback in the history of the. Well, probably <laughs> the Lions. NFL. It sounds it sounds like a Lions situation to me. Boy, and your Pistons too. Pistons are terrible. The Pistons are. They lost twenty seven in a row. It makes me upset because I um. It's nice to live here. And be able to just put on the, every game. And like if they're good, I'd, it's fun to watch the local team that's just always on. But you can't watch it. Why would it? Why? Why would I fucking watch yeah. the absolute dregs of, of the NBA? It's, I watch a lot of Red Wings games. And I can, whether they win or lose, it's like, oh, I'll just be a Red Wings guy now. Because it's never on during football. So <laughs> perfect. Perfect. All right, let's do some power. Guru Buzza. My song of the week is Lil Boo Fang by Paul Russell. It's really catchy, and um, I've and my my friends don't think it's a cool song, but I really <laughs> like it. You know, it's 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 got that uh, sample from um, Best of My Love, and it's been that's been used a million times. I don't care. Yo, my little boo thing. Someone's going to ruin that and put it in like an Old Navy commercial or some shit. And I'll never like that song again. But right now, that is that is numero uno on the playlist when I go to the game is Lil Boo Thang by Paul Russell. And I had one. Oh, uh, Super Bond by Soul Coughing. Just really, I heard it the other day and I was just like, I'm going to fuck with this song again. Yeah, sometimes that'll happen. It's funny, like, makes me think of, like, uh, I heard that run by Collective Soul on the radio, like, a couple months ago, and I was like, I really liked this song. <laughs> this was a good song. I Every now and then something hits different when there's no baggage attached to it. I'm sure that Soul Coughing in 1998 had somebody be like, this song fucking sucks, and then, like, <laughs> it, there's, like social cachet attached to it now it's just like a song and uh, from like a completely different era and you're like this song kind of smacks right well i'm gonna i'm gonna peep that i'll peep that i wrote it down oh and i also discovered after a lot of trying i'm just never gonna be a jazz guy burns no i'm just i've tried it a million times i i there's part of me that in i in an ideal world i've read a lot of the great works of fiction and I've, and I appreciate jazz and that sort of thing. I just can't, but then I started laughing to myself when I, after I made, it just sounds like squawking to me. (laughs) Like it sounds like the, the adults and the peanuts. Yes. Yes. But 
You know what would be worse is picture me really into jazz. Yeah, I wouldn't like, like that. I don't want to hear how about much that. Worse, how much worse would that be? You got to hear this song. Man. <laughs> this, song this is a groove, baby. <laughs> my song of the week is It Never Entered My Mind by Miles Davis Quintet off of Working with the Miles Davis Quintet, which uh, that is one of my favorite I'd say 20 songs of all time. I did get into there it. Are, I, I do listen to quite a bit of it. There are some. Okay, so uh, My Favorite Things by John Coltrane. I will fuck with that song. That first song off of Miles Davis, uh, Kind of Blue. Like, There's like that Dave Brubeck song. Uh, what is it called? Um, whatever. The, the famous one. But for the most part, I, th- I probably like cool jazz. But like bebop, it just sounds fucking awful oh yeah no everything i've always listened to was you know miles coltrane fucking chet baker that kind of shit but i never got really deep into it even some stuff like thelonious monk was a little experimental for me and then later miles davis after i listened to the rest of the catalog and it starts to get weirder it's just like oh fucking yoko ono shit just noise (laughs) Yeah. I can't listen to this. Like it's just uh nerd shit for musicians. Yeah, it's like you don't like this. No way you like this. You just you just want to it's just the thing you like. You don't like the music. Yeah, so it's just I I assumed that if I gave it a real shot that you know, it would make sense on some level, and it just never will. No. I mean, if anything, I would I would just absorb those first few Miles Davis and John Coltrane records. Those, I think, those are, those, you could you could stomach that, I think, get an ear for it. You just got to listen to, like, the whole thing, I think. Yeah. All right. Well, Brado doesn't like jazz. That's the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> You got a little cab driver hat. You look like a jazz guy. You got the goatee and the cab driver hat. What if you were like, by the way, I somebody referenced rapping Duke yesterday. So I looked it up. I know that it's in Juicy. Like, I know that it's famous. I had just never heard rapping Duke before. (laughs) I, I taped it off the radio when I was a kid. It's a guy pretending to be John Wayne. Uh, it's the rap, yeah, it's a joke song. Duh, God ha, damn. Duh, ha, duh, <laughs> yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. I'd, yeah. I, and I, only, I missed like the first 15 seconds of it, but that, I, there was no way. For, I don't even know what this is, and I don't know where to buy it, but I knew what rap music was, and they had some station that I could barely get on. A fucking on my alarm clock radio that I had. I think I might have fucking like taped it with one of those little like tape recorders with the microphone and like put it up to the to the fucking speaker on my clock radio. Da ha da ha. It's I had. If you would have said to me like, um, here's your multiple ch- choice. It's a uh, this. It's a guy doing an album with John Wayne impressions as if John Wayne was a rapper. I would have been like, surely <laughs> that's not it. No, that's it. That's my. That's what I'm doing. That's my thing. What do you mean? That's it, not it. <laughs> this was an era of like the Super Bowl, right? Where like the Bears, the the Super Bowl shuffle, 
then a lot of people don't realize how many teams have a Super Bowl shuffle like right. song. Yeah, they've they've well, a good majority of them did them at some point because they thought it was profitable. Those are the they, most cringe, cringe, fucking videos you'll ever watch. Is just a bunch of it is feathered hair some, white guys be like, uh, "Yo, my name is Chet, and I'm here to say." Every single one of those, I guarantee you, has a "and I'm here, here to, to say, say" in it. I think the L.A. Dodgers did one. I think every team has one. Or I'm surprised as fuck that that didn't kill the music off. <laughs> didn't kill off music in general. Right, well, we can't because, do this anymore. I mean, the fact that, like, well, I'm the rapping granny and I'm here to say, like, how that should have killed it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, should have. But it evolved away from, like, because... The fact that there's a guy who's like, I do an impression of John Wayne. And he's like, well, Curtis Blow was some was uh, was a guy, but I'm here to make you try. <laughs> like, And then it continues for a long time. Then you have Humpty Dance where dudes put on a fake nose and 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 nerd clothes and like uh, hum- making Humpty them. Da- I, I- I stand behind Humpty Dance. I know, but in theory, it's it's a parody of rap music. It's a it's a joke <laughs> song, but it fucking slaps, as the kids say. Yes, it's a fucking great song. Yeah, if it wasn't a good one, song, if it was corny ass rapping Duke beat, you know, but it's it's not. It's it handles its own business. I mean. I guess he's right. Like, remember rapping Duke, da ha da ha. I never thought hip hop would take it this far. It's like, yeah, you hear rapping Duke, and then you hear it's a billion dollar business. You'd be like, I don't fucking think so. <laughs> There's no way this got this got better. <laughs> da ha da ha. Is that is that how John Wayne laughed? I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, the guy's doing an impression of John Wayne. Uh, I it think is, that's a loose interpretation. I don't think. He, I think for. I think that you did a tremendous job on the Chronic. I think that your next venture is rapping Duke. <laughs> really, really get deep on that. Really dissect it. <laughs> really break break down every rapping Duke or every every team with a team rap song. Uh, essay would be very fun <laughs> yeah if you want to read my uh, my dissertation on the chronic you can go to my instagram i wish it Pizza was Nacho i wish 69. it was longer i, I wish know. it was longer i think you did a great job it's fun and i i did start making a chapter list if i tend to if i go that way with my next project we'll see we're gonna deal with the dad boner things shout out to daddy Lowell lowell who uh compiled all oh, yeah. of the past dad boner tweets for me and sent them in a lovely excel document so maybe we can maybe i can make some forward progress on that after the holidays but it seems like everything's just dead and it doesn't make me I need You'd be surprised motion. what a little, little effort. You'd be surprised what a little effort does. I know. I know. I'm doing my best. Just trying to get by, man. Do my job. Keep my nose clean. Brado. It's been a pledge. Yeah. Been a pledge. It's always a pl- Always such a pledge. We're going to roll right into a recording of cards with Carl for real. So I should have. Oh, I got to have a couple more beers because he gets mad if I don't have at least four beers in me when we do the show he thinks that he thinks i'm not good <laughs> he probably probably reminds him of some sort of minority that he hates. 
<laughs> he, he is not. He is not racist. But I like I like you perpetuating it. <laughs> I don't know him at all. I just know his mind and what he thinks when he says. <laughs> Man, looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Got football on TV. My girlfriend, you see sleazy. Favorite kind of beer is free. I'm just making power moves. Sipping some natty lights. Late nights and bar frights. Rocking the Winston lights. Just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves. Just to a Detroit groove. All American dudes. Just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves. Rocking a Detroit groove. Just some American dudes. I'm making power moves. I'm making power moves.